In the darkest depths of the Twist My Arm Network, there were three nerdy dudes. But they were no ordinary dudes. These dudes were Marvel fanboy dudes. They bleed Marvel. If there was ever a time for these three nerdy dudes to come out of the shadows and spew all their Marvel chunks, it was the year 2021. We are the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. My name is Josh. I am your temporary host tonight, and mainly because I just wanted to host something because I haven't podcasted in a bit. I am so excited to be doing this tonight, um, especially with all the news that's come out. We just watched the Spider-Man trailer. For me, it was probably like the 25th time I've seen it. So we're very familiar with it, and we're extremely excited to talk about it tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, if you'd like, you can follow us on Facebook at Marvel Canon Madness or on Twitter at MCM underscore pod. Once again, my name's Josh, your host tonight. You can follow me on Twitter at Twist My Armcast. Now, let's bring in my buddies from an hour in the future. We got Mr. Roy, the intrepid DM. How are you today, my friend? Doing pretty good. Can't uh, can't complain. It's uh it's been looking up and up since this trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. Right. It's looking it's looking somewhere, that's for sure. I we gotta hurry up and get this through. Next we got Chip. Hello, <laughs> Chip. Oh hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> Good man. How how have you been? Ah can't complain. Well, I can complain. Work has been crazy busy ramping up for the holiday season, but uh yeah, you know that's it is what it is there. So yeah, I get that. I think I think we could all probably complain about something that's happened over the last couple of months, but we won't get into that. We're going to get into the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So first of all, holy shit! Um, right, that that was a trailer. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, and the fact oh. that. Hang on, I'm sorry. Before we go any farther, hello, Jesse. Thank you for joining us in the chat. And to anyone else that's in the chat, hello. Thank you for joining us. We are live for this uh, recording here. Um, but if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or any of those other places, thank you. Sorry, Roy. Go for no, it. No, you're fine. I was going to... Uh, you know, the trailer is just... It's way bigger than I imagined the trailer was going to be. You know, they gave way more. I thought they were going to keep us in the dark for for a lot longer. And the fact that the movie in the dark is, in the dark with what? What what are you what are you uh, referencing here? Well, we now know that five five count them five members of the Sinister Six are in uh, in the trailer. Um. Yeah. Okay. No, it was and. I think there's even more than that. I don't think that we're getting a Sinister Six. I think we're getting just a whole battle with the scene at that very end of that trailer. Well, you did see the Hobgoblin too, right? It was it the was... Hobgoblin or was oh, that totally. William Dafoe in up- no, updated no, no. Stark That's... tech? I mean, I doubt it, but like I'm pretty sure that I... was the Hobgoblin. With Chip, all the... let's say you. Do you think was that the Hobgoblin? Um, 
I don't, I don't know. If it was the Hobgoblin, it was Ned Leeds because Ned Leeds is the Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. So we would be seeing like, right. I, so I don't know. I mean, they could do it. They could throw him in some armor and have him playing a variant of himself. And there, there's also the chance that we're getting uh, Dane DeHaan uh, back as Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, the second one. Yeah, he was in the second one of Andrew Garfield's series. But at the same time, I, I like doubt... I'm, I'm cutting out here a little bit. I Maybe skipping. But uh, I feel like they're not going to bring James Franco back. Um, I mean... With all of his um, situations going on right now and accusations against him. I, I don't think Disney would put any stock in putting him on the big screen. Nah, I haven't heard any. I haven't heard anything about him being back. <clears throat> I'd be surprised. Yeah. No, so I don't. This... I don't think he is. I I I think I think it's Ned. I'm pretty sure it's Ned, but I'm pretty sure it's Ned from a different universe, from like in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe his twin or something. You know what I mean? I, it's a variant. I, I think that it's oh, going to be William Defoe. <laughs> uh, I do think yeah. it's going to just be upgraded Stark tech with William Defoe. Um, I think he is going to play a bigger role as the villain than anyone else in this movie. Hmm. Well, I mean, look. Let me just let me just do this here really quick because. There is, um, can I do that? Is that how that works? No. Um, if I do this and share this, you can kind of zoom in on this guy here. That does that's that does not look like Willem Dafoe. No way. There's no way. I don't know how to work this Google Lens thing either. I'm, I'm really bad at it. But I mean, looking at you- him, he looks he looks younger. He's that's not Willem Dafoe. Get out of here. He looks no younger, but we're getting Alfred Molina, who is almost 70 and using de-aging technology. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, just the way that that guy's standing and the, the hoverboard and the little things coming out of the hoverboard. I'm, ah, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure that's a hobgoblin. Basically, the point of that question is, was the hobgoblin ever a part of the Sinister Six? Mm, I don't believe he ever was. I mean, he might have been in a off-branch de facto set, but, um, I mean, we're not even getting Craven the Hunter, and Craven the Hunter is part of the Sinister Six. Uh, Rhino was part of the Sinister Six. That it all depends that we know that... of. <laughs> um, was, and... was Venom a part of the Sinister Six? Oh, I thought that was a baby. That's a cat. Ah, nice. <laughs> I was like, when did Chip have a baby? <laughs> yeah, no. I've been cooking it up for about eight months. <laughs> so anyway, so what about Venom? Um, what, I don't believe do Venom is ever... The six topic. I... It seems to be the hot topic of this movie. Everyone seems to be assuming that it's going to be a Sinister Six version. Or the MCU Sinister I, I, Six. I don't and think I just, that I, I, he will. Who no. do you think is going to be the leader? Like, because Green Goblin. 
Doc the, Ock. Le- the leader would no. have to inevitably be Doc Ock or Green Goblin. Those are the two penultimate leaders of the Sinister Six when they have gotten together. Mm. They are they are the. Did you guys see the new Venom movie? No. I did you not. didn't see the new Venom movie? No. Did nope. you see any of the reports of the of the uh, the after credit scenes? I saw the after credit scenes. The after credit scene, I heard it's like he sees the multiverse shifting, mm. or something, right? Yeah, but right before that. Venom, the symbiote, is talking about how they exist in different universes. And then, bam, they're all of a sudden in a different universe. So, look, there's been a lot of talks about Mobius and Venom and Spider-Man and them having a Mm Spider-Verse in Sony. So, why not use this movie as a stepping point to do that? See, and, the, and there's, yeah, Jesse asks, did Hardy jump to MCU in Venom 2? And I'm pretty sure he did because obviously he sees Peter Parker and like on the TV, Venom, spoiler alert, by the way, sorry, it's five minutes into it, spoiler. But um, Venom, you know, sees Spider-Man on the TV and he's like, oh, that looks, that looks good. So why wouldn't it be him? And also when Doctor Strange is saying, I've been thinking about this all day, guys. I'm just saying all day. I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So when Doctor Strange says they're coming through, what's he talking about? You, you know, you see in the skyline, there's all these like purple uh, rips in, in, you know, space time or whatever you want to say. It could be dimensional rifts or something like that. What if it's a bunch of symbiotes coming over or something like I... that? I was wrong. I'm going to I'm going to say real quick I was wrong. Which I, do, I don't do this. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like you need some FaceTime. So, all right, the original Sinister 6, yes. The original Sinister 6 was Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Sandman, Vulture, uh, Electro and Doc Ock, right? So, eventually there was the return of the Sinister Six, Amazing Spider-Man 334 through 339. Uh, Craven left. Hobgoblin joined the Sinister Six. So it very will. Chip might have called it with Ned Leeds from a different dimension, possibly being Hobgoblin in this. Well, I mean, um, if it's Hobgoblin, it's Ned Leeds. Like that's who Hobgoblin is, yeah. And they're no, using Ned, so I mean, hey. Um, and like Norman Osborn didn't even join the. I sinister. feel like I'm freezing up here. Am I freezing? You are skipping a little bit. Yes, only slightly. This time was longer. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Ned Leeds is Hobgoblin, so like. If if they're gonna use him, they're probably gonna use him. Um, use the same actor. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like Venom's gonna be in this movie. Um, Tom Hardy kind of spoiled it by posting wearing a set hat. So I mean, I don't know that that surprise kind of got ruined. 
But I feel like that's going to happen. Hmm. I I feel like if Venom comes into the Spider-Verse, he will they will maintain him as a anti-hero in this portion um, to kind of build on the differences between him and Spider-Man mm. to lead into that eventual spinoff. I don't think they'd have him come in and be a villain right off the bat when they plan uh, on... I mean, they in the, in the trailer, they called each of the people ghosts. They're ghosts. These are people who have already died fighting Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think we're going to see each of them probably die again. But at the same time, I think maybe that's why Peter is arguing with Dr. Strange is because Peter has not actively killed anyone or let anyone die in any of the movies except for um, Mysterio. And as far as we know, Mysterio is not really dead, you know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. That, that could be an entire ploy of his, and he could be the sixth member in this movie, for all we know. That's <clears throat> true. So hmm. we don't want to see Venom come in as a villain if they're going to kill off the villains. We would want him to be right there, possibly next to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And with how big they're making this break in the multiverse, uh, maybe, and the way Tom Holland has been saying, I want to see Miles Morales, that could just be Tom trying to cover his ass if he accidentally let loose that maybe Miles Morales is in the movie and they've actually casted him. I mean, it would, I would like to see Miles. And they've been ramping him up a lot, like lately. <clears throat> Gave him his own game. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they threw his uncle in. So, like, they had, they had Childish Gambino playing his uncle in the uh, first the, one. The Prowler, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not an unprecedented idea. Um. Jesse says, any chances we see Madam Web? With them going all multiverse, uh, it is entirely a possibility. I believe she is a... She's like the Beyonder and the Watcher. I don't think she's a Celestial. And we're going to get into this when we talk to about Eternals, because I have pretty much zero knowledge when it comes to the Eternals. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... That's one of the situations that with Madam Web, I know she was in the original Fox cartoons, uh, early Saturday morning stuff. Yeah. Um, and she was part of the Secret Wars. I could see like Meryl Streep or Helen Mirren playing her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesse, don't worry. Uh, we're not going to talk Eternals yet. We are still on the Spider-Man trailer. Um, <laughs> we also saw the fight between Doctor Strange and Peter pick up more that they're at odds in the movie. Um, and I think it's because Peter doesn't want to kill off the villains. 
I think he doesn't want to see their death, so he's trying to figure out a way to save them. And I think that's what's causing him and Strange to fight. And I'm still not sure, but I think it might be the Siege Perilous that they're fighting over. It's possible. I mean, it'd be interesting if they, like... I'd be surprised if they actually, like, threw that in the movies. That's some pretty, like... Well, it entirely deals with Doctor Strange, and we're heading into the Multiverse of Madness, which the Siege Perilous was an entire... It gave people the ability to travel between multiverses. Yeah, they did have, like, a big recent storyline where all the characters that have different versions of themselves hopped into it. So, yeah. And I think we're, I think uh, in other spider verse areas, we are now getting the Gweniverse. I believe I saw the spider Gwenverse. So, you know, there's, there's that. they, they they are definitely wanting to split out and go different directions because it does open up a whole variety of a whole variety of new stories that they can tell right mm-hmm. there's there's been so many stories over the years and a lot of them become stagnant so to shake them up it's what would happen if miles morales became captain america what would happen if Wolverine had a fourth claw? Oh, I feel like I saw that somewhere. What was... Oh, yeah. There was a teaser about what if season two with a new look at Wolverine. What? I didn't yeah. see that. The fourth claw? Get out of here. You talk about that red costume with the hoodie? like newer modern updated character Uh, because that's not wolverine himself i actually think that's honey badger getting a new costume okay so i'm trying to bring this up real quick and i will share my screen briefly all right, so here it is. You think that's yeah. Honey Badger? Yeah, it's not Wolverine himself. But and it says March 2022 Marvel, and this could be completely fake. But I the the nah, photo I think it's is real. I don't think photo it's... is from Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. So. There's our first look at mutants, maybe? The first that, actual look? You know, and that might be a, an issue of the What If comic and not talking about the What If series on Disney+. Plus. Because, um, I mean, those are totally independent. Yeah. But I don't know. That, like... Can you zoom in on the claws? Are the claws coming from the fingers or from the like knuckles. the back? It is from the knuckles, it like Wolvie. From... Yeah. Okay, because I was a hard, having a hard time seeing. Right was... here, right here, he has his 
his hand. Oh, that's a fist. fist. Okay. You're, okay. Cool. Cool. And... So, I'm I'm not sure. I I think they are playing into the multiverse because they are getting ready to change out actors as they age, right? Uh, it's it's only the smart thing to do that we need new people to play new roles. And I know that Marvel recently said we are not recasting T'Challa. Uh, But the way they phrase it is we are not recasting 616 T'Challa. They didn't say anything else about recasting a different multiversal version of him. That's true. And there are a few, like, I don't know. There have been quite a few different, like, what if versions of Black Panther that aren't T'Challa. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's a really cool version that's like Storm and T'Challa's daughter. She's like a pretty cool character that they had in a few issues of something. Exactly. I don't know. There's like infinite possibilities when you're playing with infinite realities. Like a prism with multifacets. Hmm. Good call, Maybe. Watcher. He's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we definitely got a great look at Electro and his very comic book accurate uh, costume. Okay, I think I'm back. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I was having some internet issues. I'm sure you could tell I was coming in and out. But I'm back. I got an Ethernet hooked up. <laughs> I think we're good. My hair's a mess now because I was just under my desk, like frantically trying to figure this out. But we well, good. Being under desks is nothing new for you. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired. Dang. Man. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Oh, that was brutal. Wow. So, so anyway, what it, I've, I'm, I'm assuming I've missed a lot. Uh, we, we dipped into the multiverse and okay, talking cool. about pretty much all the different branches that, that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Jesse has a point here. Thank you, he, Jesse. Thank you. Yes, you look <laughs> and sound even better now. Great. <laughs> Um, but we were, we were looking at this. Okay. Oh, wow. That's like a Deadpool Wolverine or something. Uh, and Chip thinks it is honey badger, but it is a photo by Marvel comics. He thinks, and it's March, 2022. So we don't know if it's season two of what if the show or what if comics, but, uh, we were talking about how the multiverse is a good starting point for uh, the MCU to be able to bring new actors in to portray older roles, a new Steve okay. Rogers, a that new sure. T'Challa. Sure. Um, and we were kind of discussing the fact that uh, Disney and Marvel recently said that they will not ca- recast Chadwick Boseman um, T'Challa from the 616. What they didn't say is that well we're the, doing the multiverse. The, uh, there's a different. There's a different T'Challa. Uh, yep, that, and that would make that would make a lot of sense. <clears throat> I mean, and they're setting it up with the Spider-Man thing with Peter 
and Doc Ock when yeah. he's like, you're not Peter Parker. Exactly. And so. uh, there was also that subtle hint from Strange where he's like, you flubbed up the spell. And I think that's uh, Strange's own personal pride of, you know, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> You know, yeah, that was hilarious. Was... I'm just like, you're the one casting, bro. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> have we uh, have we gotten to the Mephisto watch yet? Have have we decided that all of this is just Mephisto? Because <laughs> that's that's what it is, right? <laughs> Wrong uh, M name. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's actually all just an illusion created by Mysterio. There it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, okay. So with with Electro here, are you saying he's from a different multiverse? Because well, I we, could see him, like since he's yellow in this one, he could be from a different Spider-Man universe. He he could, but this is this is where I was kind of bringing up the point of William Defoe still being the Goblin, but with Stark Tech, this is a different outfit, and this could have been Goblin's doing, of you know retrofitting him with some stark tech to control his powers better and this is why we're getting a more comic accurate costume as well he's wearing green uh a green jumpsuit though it's not like tight spandex and he has the yellow star of electricity for a face mask yeah that is like really comic accurate they did a great job of making it like a real life comic accurate costume yeah yeah definitely going super saiyan in this <laughs> get wrecked by spider orphans that's great I, I love that um i mean how long do we think they've been here okay look first thing i i do want to say that i don't think that we're seeing a lot from the trailer this movie is two hours and 45 minutes long so I could even see it to where these scenes that we're watching, even this big battle, like I've watched some videos online where they're like, this is the end battle. I don't think that's the end battle. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably act, maybe even act one tops act two, end of act two. You know, it's, there's no way that they're showing anything from the final battle in this trailer. There's no way because there has to be another villain there. If we're going sinister six route, there has to be somebody else. And if you guys are um, right, and then the the guy that I think is Hobgoblin is actually Willem Dafoe, then who is the other guy? Do you, I really don't want it to be Vulture. I really don't because I'm, I just don't care. I, <laughs> although that although that would be the most realistic. You guys are all talking about Stark Tech and stuff. Like if Doc Ock and uh, Green Goblin get there, you know a week or two before time before all this battle stuff happens even a month or something like that then you know there there may be breaking out vulture from prison to get the stark tech to to you know steal whatever yeah and here's here's the other thing too about that is oh, like, I hate that Ugh. what i just i just wouldn't want vulture i just don't want vulture to be like the guy <laughs> um i you know, with with them coming out, I think we already saw part of the Stark tech with Doc Ock and the red on his arms, how yeah. the, the nanomites like started to merge. And I think part of that happened due to the intelligence from his arms, the AI. 
and him probably tearing parts off of the robo uh the iron spider suit sure uh on that bridge and like uh, it kind of i don't know sucking it in and taking hold of the nanotech yeah. and you know that could be part of the reason why alfred molina gets part of his mind back because the 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 arms are what's driving him nuts you know the the cerebral chip in the back of his head exploding right and, so well and here's the other thing is like when when is he getting taken out of spider-man 2 like at what point during the getting... drowning scene is what they have you... said in multiple things but oh god but you can't trust those people i know what do know. you think roy where do you think he's coming out do you think it's from when he's <clears throat> drowning or whatever i think i think he's being pulled um when he has peter pinned up or peter pulls off the mask to give him recognition because it definitely has to be after peter has revealed who he is which means they are at the river i don't think okay. it's while he's drowning i think it's probably at the As realization into the he's probably falling into that black hole and that's what's sucking him into the multiverse exactly that would that would make sense. And Jesse says Melita confirmed he comes here after he falls into the river in Spider-Man 2. So he's essentially just a good guy again. Yeah, no. he may be a good guy until this Peter Parker and MJ laugh at him about his name. Then he's like, wait, screw you kids. <laughs> well, see here, this is what I was talking about trying to say earlier is with that uh, the Stark Tech Nano upgrading this, the arms and everything maybe it repaired the chip and allowed him to think straight. Yes, it's possible. Um, possible. I could see that. The The downside to um, even if he was falling into the river, that doesn't make him a good guy. It means he had temporary cognitive control over the arms for a moment. Uh, because even in the movie, they were talking about how the chip is what was scrambling his brain. And that's the way most of the Doc Ock series go is, you know, it's like he has two minds, the AI sure. and the... And his, his own. own. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Yeah. He, might, he might be an ally due to the, the Stark tech. And that's why I think a lot of them are going to get Stark tech upgrades. Now... Uh, you think we're going to get a Sam Raimi uh, reboot? We're going to get a... Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire as old man, old man Spider. <laughs> It'd make money. People would. Pay it to would. See it. it totally would. Kirsten people, Dunst would come back. People want to see Tobey Maguire. Just don't bring back uh, Eric from that '70s show, Bruh, If oh, you, that... if they did a renew your vows movie or like trilogy of movies with like old man Peter, old woman Mary Jane. And like Annie Mae Parker, like that shit would be fire, fire. <laughs> or Mayday, Mayday Parker. Mm. That would be. I don't know anything about that. It's a. I mean, Renew Your Vows is a series that they put out in comics. It's like fully grown, has a family. Spider Man, okay. Mary Jane okay. has powers now. Uh, then their kid has powers and they all wander. They all swing around <laughs> as a family yeah. fighting crime. 
Okay. Jesse says his guess is Ox shows up, uses his understanding of multiverse to ally with Peter, then betray him by sharing tech with the villains. I mean, it's a good guess for the twist. That's a really solid, solid guess. But I would feel like that'd be lazy writing. There has to be a different twist than that. Like that's a like a bigger kind of thing because this this movie isn't going to be the end. There's yeah. gonna the the sequel is gonna be the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is directed by who? Sam Raimi, the same guy that did the first three Spider-Man movies, who has a pretty mm. good understanding of the Spider-Man universe. So is he really? That's cool. Yeah. So there it's very that. very possible that this movie will end on a cliffhanger. There won't be a solid ending to it, and they're going to have to wrap it up in Multiverse of Madness. It's possible. I mean, that's very conceivable. They have kind of said that this was almost like the second part of a multiverse trilogy. Well, if you if you count WandaVision and Loki as like the first part of it, mm -hmm. I, I would say you combine those two shows to be the first part of the multiverse trilogy. I, and I was describing it earlier as WandaVision was part one. Loki was the prequel that then met up with WandaVision. And then Spider-Man would be the second part in the trilogy. Doctor Strange would be the third part in the trilogy to conclude everything. Yeah, I think at the end uh, we'll get one of those little bumpers that says like Spider-Man will return in Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, yeah, see? I, I really think this is going to end on a little bit more of a cliffhanger. Like, yeah, we're going to see a cool Sinister Six, and then he's they're all going to get sent back to their own universe without getting killed. It's going to be a happy ending. There's going to be some sort of twist. You know, it's going to be Venom in there, or it's going to be who else? What other villains we got from Spider-Man? It could be anybody. Ned. Ned. Ned's the Hobgoblin, the one behind it. But it's a different universe, Ned. There's your twist. And then, I think you're hedging your bets too much on the Sinister Six. Like, I do not think we're going to see the Sinister Six at all. I Well, I think it's the MCU's version of the Sinister Six. They're not going to come out and be like, Spider-Man, we're the Sinister Six. Like, it's going to be six villains that are sinister. I don't even... <laughs> um, I don't so... even think that that's going to be the case. Uh I feel so like you, okay, all right, Chip. Let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Sinister is Six it? is gonna show up as a Sony movie, not an MCU movie. I feel like they've already nodded towards it by having Michael Keaton in the Morbius trailer. Uh they're gonna have the Sinister Six. My prediction is that they're gonna have the Sinister Six fighting Venom and not Spidey. Uh, I think Sony is going to move away from Spider-Man as a character uh, because they have to split rights and split money with MCU. Like, whatever contracts Disney has and Sony has, like, they're splitting money. I think right. Sony is going to move away from Spider-Man as a character and use his universe to uh, do the Sinister hmm. Six. They already had said that they're doing a Sinister Six movie, so I don't think they're going to have them show up in this flick. I think it's going <laughs> to Okay. I think it's All just right. going to be a, a bunch of villains 
I don't think they're going to have six at any time. They're probably going to purposefully avoid having six just to like not have people be able to. Well, there were six of them. It was the Sinister Six. Or I don't or think they that's going to like be the case. A ton of them, or it's just a shit ton of villains. You know, like yeah. There's like at one point in the comics, there's a panel where it like opens up and. Uh, I think it's Green Goblin. He says, we're the Sinister 60. And it's literally just 60 of Spidey's rogues gallery of villains. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, how like Ooh, That'd yeah. be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. You just see a bunch of random, like, even old, stupid, so stupid oh, villains. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Spot? Watch out for Spot, man. Is he like the the polka dot man from Suicide Squad? That kind of no, like think like out? in old cartoons how they would have like a, a a hole and they would throw the black hole on the wall. Mm. He oh, had a yeah. he had yeah, a like belt that stuff. generated them though. Yeah, he would like what? <laughs> it was pocket black holes that he could throw down, and they would create holes yeah. to. I think like the negative zone or something like that, actually, but. Yeah, almost mm. like the scene where uh, the scene in Shang Chi where uh, Abomination knocks himself out like that. Like mm-hmm. Spot will get punched in the face, and your fist will come out through his stomach and punch you. So, like, because he's just interesting. Like, That's kind of yeah. weird. It is kind of weird. It's very kind of weird. Huh. Well, look. Either way, this trailer was really good. I like I said I've watched it a ton of times and analyzed it and gone through things and you know googled shit and watched videos and stuff and I'm really excited for this movie to come out. Um, we're all going to be wrong. We're always wrong. Like I, I do try and stay away from like spoiler spoiler things. Like I'm not really on Reddit because Reddit likes to spoil everything, and so I try not to be on Reddit at all. Um, but I do like obviously I hear rumors and and sometimes I agree with them sometimes I don't but I just really hope that this movie's awesome <laughs> and that I leave the theater like wanting a ton more Marvel you know what I mean like this this could be that movie that sets up this whole next phase of Marvel Marvel movies and that's what I would I would love like I feel like Shang-Chi and Eternals are doing the like groundwork for this next giant storyline, which I'll just say, I think is Galactus. I think Galactus is going to be the end all be all of this three to four phase arc, because why wouldn't you do that now that you have rights to all those characters? So like with Celestials coming in and you're, you know, you're seeing ancient, ancient, ancient things coming in. Like why why would you not do Galactus? Like, so anyway, aside that that all aside, I, I'm 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 giving this trailer uh, uh, nine out of ten webs because I'm I'm very I just I'm just I want to see it I want to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> um, Are you guys more stoked or same so same stoked after dude, watching the second trailer? I, I cried at the trailer. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ugly man cry when I'm at the movies. I mean, you do and have this. You're, you're the Spider Man of this podcast, so it makes sense. It's right behind me. Yep. So yeah, I. Uh, it's definitely. I'm I'm so stoked for this. I. It has me. It's like I'm a kid again watching the first Raimi movie. 
And as much as people hated uh, Spider-Man 3, I, you know, the first time I saw it as a kid, I loved it. You know, yeah, duh, it, it was fun. Yes, Venom looked stupid, but it was like, what? Don't early, look to the side, Chip. I saw two, that. Early 2000s. No, I was just so, thinking like, oh, I forgot to hate that movie. <laughs> and then Amazing Spider-Man. I enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man. I really did. I thought Andrew Garfield did a decent job. And now Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is killing it. I can't wait to see what they have cooked up for future iterations, whether it's Miles Morales or Annie Mae Parker or, you know, any number of things. So I I gave the trade. I would... 11 11 out of 10 all right 11 for me jesse Tom before Holland we get to your question parker before we get to jesse's question chip are you more excited about spider-man or same excited about spider-man after watching that trailer more excited that trailer was excellent i'm uh i'm pretty stoked i'm a like i'm a sucker for nostalgia as soon as he said scooby do this crap i was like yep i'm here i'm here for it here we go <laughs> ready Bring on the 13 ghosts. Like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to go unmask all the villains. Um, before we move on to this next, I have one one little topic, but Jesse has a question. If Toby and Andrew aren't in it, <clears throat> and it's just two more Tom Hollands, would you guys be mad? No. I think that would be the biggest troll ever, and I would probably laugh. I would not be I, mad. I won't be. I won't be mad. I mean... Will I think that they uh, wasted potential? Yes, but I'm still going to be happy with Spider-Man. I mean, well, here's the thing. First of all, uh, Doc Ock says in the trailer, "You're not Peter Parker," so obviously he's looking for a different Peter Parker. Um, second of all, you're not going to bring in the villains from other movies with the same exact actors and not bring in the Spider-Man from those movies. There's no exactly. way. There's no way you swing and miss that hard when you're Marvel and Disney. You you, you think you think Marvel went to Tobey Maguire and was like, how much money? And he denied them? Come on. Like, <laughs> he's only going to be in the movie for what? 45 minutes tops probably? Doesn't even have that many scenes because he's going to be a CGI character most of the time and just doing like voice work. Like that's where all of his acting is coming from mm -hmm. is in his own house in a booth doing voice work because they're CGIing Spider-Man into it. That's what I like. There's no way that they are not in this movie. So I, I like the question and I would laugh because again, it would be a huge troll because people like me are screaming. There's no way, but there's no way. <laughs> Dude, if Expensive, they peel back yeah. the mask and it's another goddamn Tom Holland, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, nope. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I will throw my popcorn. Nope. Just throw it up in the air. I'm done. <laughs> it was bad. Like, God, it's bad enough that, like, oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> And I, I do think it's possible that this is the most expensive Marvel movie yet. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think Endgame was probably the most expensive because you had every single actor in that thing. Except for Michael Douglas. He wasn't there for whatever reason. Why was that? 
What a jerk. Because he, like, it's all contracts. <laughs> like, all those dudes, all those kids were still under contracts and, like, they were ob- they were obliged to be there because their contracts stipulated it. So that's sure. the trick. That's what Marvel was doing. They said they're not going to do it that way anymore, but that's what they were doing. They were signing, like, contracts for, like, deals. Exactly, exactly. Which is how they used to do it like back in the old days where it's like, it doesn't matter if you want to make this movie or not. Like, you got that's why contract. you got, you're going to make that, this movie here. That's why you got X-Men The Last Stand. So, yeah. <laughs> so Roy, you had one other point you wanted to make. What I have two. It? I have two okay. real quick. Uh, the first being, um, so I had said earlier that Sinister Six even if we're not getting in this movie, we do know that Sony is working with Marvel now to kind of cross over. We do know that Aaron Taylor Johnson, Kickass, and Quicksilver has been cast as Craven the Hunter. What? Yes. Really? Yes. When did, when did I that. miss that? Okay, look, a lot has happened in the last couple of months. All so right. when did Hold that on. happen? Here's the ID. Uh, yeah, this was months ago. Month that is the ago, IMDb. What? So with Google the what? image of him. Uh, I mean, <sighs> you'd find the image of him as Craven. It's like next level. Uh, let's. All right, we're going to I, images. I mean, like. This, are you talking this one? Because like that, okay. Maybe it was just fan art, but like, or no, maybe it was that picture. I, I mean, know. like, oh, here. how many Marvel characters is this dude gonna play? <laughs> right there, that's probably what oh. you're talking about. Yeah, that one, badass. I, it, well, I mean, the same amount as Michael B. Jordan, the same amount as Chris Evans. Like, true. You know, um, why are they allowed to play too? Is it just the curse of the Human Torch because the human because the Fantastic Four sucks so bad that it doesn't count if you play one of them? So like, can, if you play the Human Torch, name... you're allowed to play another one. Uh, like, why don't oh, they count? <laughs> Not every Spidey villain sucks, Jesse. Most of them do, though. Every Spidey villain. Sucks. Punisher has stilts, man. Can you name a Silver Surfer villain for me real quick? Just, like, name <laughs> one. I'm just curious. Does Silver Surfer have any villains that are, like, that occur in your memory? Like, is there one? I'm just curious. Ask in the peanut gallery. Oh, man. This is getting I can't spicy. think of any. Huh. It's weird. This is great. This is great. So before we start a fight, in the most I had, you know, way. we're we're always fighting <laughs> in, in the, the most in the chat. Galactus, Galactus? Question mark. Galactus is his boss. Yeah, it's his patron. <laughs> anyway, um, like I was uh, saying before in our chat earlier, one day we're all going to be in the same room together, and we're going to have to be civil. <laughs> um, the other point I wanted to bring up is there was something in the international trailer and people are thinking that it was edited out for the uh, U.S. trailer. The international oh, you wanna, trailer. You want to show this video? I could bring it up. I, I, ha- I have it up. Yeah. Uh, I actually have it up on my screen right now. Um, 
So this video, uh, there's a scene and everybody can see Spider-Man jumping out. Lizard is looking at someone, but he's obviously not focused on uh, on Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the thing. Now, if you watch closely, the international video showed what looks like the lizard being punched, kicked, anything, and maybe they CGI'd the person out. So here it is. Bam. And he just gets hit by nothing. You can't mm -hmm. explain that away either. There's no poles hitting him from Sandman. There's nothing hitting him. Yeah. It's and it's not like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> to doctor something like that. Um, well, I feel forget like to forget to, really to like, bad. Forget that to portion take that. is not. Yeah. That portion is not in the U.S version either like that little it's from brazil it's the brazilian yeah. version so whoever was on the brazil staff really dropped the ball and probably got fired yeah because how do you how do you mess that up they've been working on this trailer since the last one came out why do you give like, them like a different trailer like I... <laughs> it, it's to it's to hype people up because people want to find it or as they much do this information they can get or they do this on purpose and they're like we're just gonna leave one out there and see if uh if they notice uh jesse also just named one two three four five villains are those are those all villains from silver surfer too late he had time to google shut up <laughs> <laughs> and oh technically Thanos bill that's not a villain yeah, he, he's a hero. Uh, and Jesus. Thanos is an everyone villain, uh, not just dead. Silver Sur Surfer. Reaching. Reaching. Well, <laughs> I wanted to do one last thing before we move on to Eternals. Uh, we had Disney Plus Day come out recently, and there was a lot of announcements, um, a lot of shows coming mm -hmm. to Disney Plus. Um, I'll bring the screen up here. You got X Men 97. From Marvel yep. Studios, which is awesome. Echo, Spider-Man Freshman shorts. Year. Yeah. Agatha, House of Harkness, Marvel Zombies, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, What If Season 2, I Am Grew, Ironheart, and Secret Invasion. Yes. So, with all of those being announced, <laughs> which one do you think is going to be the most predominant in the MCU? Like, like, look, Loki and WandaVision right now have the most like direct impact with spider-man and dr strange so moving forward which one of these do you think is going to have a bigger impact on the mcu secret invasion all day secret invasion and ironheart are the two most important mm. why ironheart i could see secret invasion but why ironheart i don't know anything not... about ironheart so so learn me because it's not comic books, so they're not going to like just perpetually bring Tony Stark back from the dead. So you have to replace him, and there must always be an Iron Man. And so Ironheart's got to stay going forward. We know that I Armor Wars is coming, so I think Secret Invasion is going to lead into Armor Wars. Uh, and so like Ironheart's going to like be open ended. That way, when Armor Wars picks up, they can like have her be very predominant in that. Okay. Okay. 
I would imagine Armor Wars is going to be a lot to do with like the government telling her that she can't have her own suit, much like they did to Stark in Iron Man 2. Oh, okay. That, that one makes sense. <clears throat> it seems like it seems like they're going very um, female centric with the heroes moving forward, which is also really cool. They're bringing out a lot of the um, characters that maybe aren't as heard of, but that are female mm. characters, which is unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, honestly, out of all those, I would be stuck. Uh, obviously, Secret Invasion is going to have probably the biggest impact. But I think Moon Knight is going to be honestly right up there because it, Moon Knight's kind of one of those psychological horror type superheroes, right? Um, the split personalities, um, the murder and all the stuff that he does. And I feel like with the introduction of Dane Whitman, uh, Black Knight, we also know that we're getting Blade. I feel like this is going to be the start of like the darker side of the MCU. And we do know that Disney plus recently announced that they are going to move towards more adult uh, type of cinema. Uh, They're not just going to be doing their PG PG 13 sections. So, and in, the UK, I believe, they actually have a different Disney Plus subscription that is more like adult-oriented shows. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, they could be doing that here too, where they're bringing on more stuff. But also, Disney owns Hulu, so they could put any of those shows yep. on Hulu, mm-hmm. and and no one would even bat an eye. Like, but I mean, you want to get bloody about it? Throw it on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. but why why split brains when you can have it all in one place? I guess I, I mean then it's more money for everything because then, yeah, then you want them to up for the bundle deal. Yeah, I, mean, I gotta pay for my true. subscription to Disney for Loki, but I gotta it's, pay for my Hulu subscription to get my Blade. It's just <laughs> like why they have exclusive trailers on ESPN Monday Night Football, so you're watching it on ESPN Plus. And then you're bundling all those things together. Like it's, they're brilliant. Their mm. their marketing schemes are absolutely brilliant, and that's why they own all that stuff now. So they can get people to be like, oh, you know, uh, what's that stupid cartoon we just watched with Patton Oswalt? Oh my god, Modoc. Uh, um, Modoc is on Hulu, but yeah. just Hulu. I'm but glad I used my free, the MCU, my like, free trial for that. I, Hit I'm monkey, so now. Glad. you got that. You got that hip monkey show out that's only on Hulu. You can't get it on Disney Plus. Jesse asks, "Who will play the live action hip monkey, and should I be watching Hip Monkey?" Um, I have not seen anything about it, but I would automatically assume Andy Circus would play live action hip monkey because he does all of that live action <laughs> mocap stuff. We're I think it's going to be him. the monkey from Dunstan checks in, <laughs> and yes, you should be watching Hip Monkey. <laughs> The orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo, what a callback. Holy the orangutan. <laughs> um, I think we also Congo learned Pygmaeus. <laughs> I think we also incredible. recently learned that uh Daredevil's coming back. Like it couldn't Well, no, he is confirmed getting his own series. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so is Punisher, um, I believe. And right? Yeah, Punisher is supposed cool. to be in Moon Knight. So that's okay. where I think, that's why I think that's going to be more relative because it's going to be that, you know, your secret Avengers type of stuff. Sure, uh, or sure. Dark of, not Dark Avengers, Secret Avengers, New Avengers. Might Pick be the one? New Avengers. <laughs> Pick, it's hard, <laughs> all right? Because, like, certain comic book series, they they always change their lineup. But, like, I know, like, New Avengers, when it came out, was Spider-Woman, Doctor Strange, Luke, uh, Luke Cage, Wolverine, Spider-Man, um, and I think Punisher. It's the one that started during Civil War. Hmm. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, because we're we're coming on an hour, and I I, I want to get going on Eternals. Um, they didn't mention anything about live action X Men. They brought in the new cartoons that they're going to make, but doesn't Echo have something to do with the X Men? Isn't Echo like a mutant or something like that? I'm not entirely sure who Echo is. She mm. is Kingpin's deaf daughter. Hmm. Really? Yep. Like for real? On the real, real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kingpin's okay. deaf daughter. I thought she had something to do with uh, the X Men, though. So. I'm just I'm just curious because there was nothing mentioned about it. Everyone is obviously clamoring to see X Men and Fantastic I might, Four. I might but... be wrong, but I think Echo got the Phoenix Force in like the rec the most recent run of comics where the Phoenix came back. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I just I, I could I'm, obviously I'm like completely wrong in my guessing, but. I just I just wonder how they're going to bring that in. When are they going to bring in the X Men and Fantastic Four? Like they did kind of announce it, kind of, but not really. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm stoked for X Men '97. I'm stoked that I heard that. Uh, like I haven't seen the new Hawkeye trailer, but I heard that they confirm Kingpin is the villain. So that's. Mm. That's Super cool. Dope. Like really That's excited cool. for Vincent D'Onofrio. And that's going to bring see, in Echo. I did see Vincent uh, tweet out, so excited for the next MCU show. These are really good or something like that. Yeah. He's trying to be sly, but everyone was like, okay, we see you. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, I'm going to answer Jesse's question. Isn't Spider-Woman a telepath and not a Spider-Person? Uh, no, she's not a telepath. She, um, so they kind of actually joked about this in the no way home first trailer when uh mary jane was talking about uh spiders producing pheromones part of her powers is she has the ability to release pheromones she still spider climbs on walls and has venom blasts and also super strength all that standard stuff so yes yeah, she is technically still a spider person i don't remember how she got her powers though experimentation by hydra because her mom is madam hydra she was like a double agent working for shield but working for hydra she has energy blasts out of her hands as well yeah she uh there's like a really funny uh there's like a really funny meme that's a panel of uh like she's got hulk helping her move because of her pheromones and hulk's following her and he's like 
Hulk would rather smash. <laughs> it's a good meme that you see. Oh, that's, those that's journals. really that's that's really funny. Um, <laughs> Hulk smashing so, anything is scary. Hulk would rather <laughs> smash. Uh, dropping the third uh, leg, guys. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Spider, thank you for spider explaining that to me. Your spider, welcome. Um, we are going to move on to Eternals, um, the latest MCU movie that came out just a couple weeks ago. Um, we were all fortunate enough to watch it. Unfortunately, I was not able to go see Shang-Chi when it came out, so that's why I was not part of that. Um, but I did go see Eternals in IMAX. It was awesome. Um, and for anyone that hasn't seen it yet, sorry, Jesse, this is probably the time to take off because we're just going to wrap up the show with Eternals and it's going to be very spoiler centric. So if you have not seen Eternals, um, definitely go see it and then join us on the podcast on Spotify or anywhere you listen to shows and check it out there. Um, there's not, look, let's, let's go. Oh, yeah, th thanks, Jesse. Thanks for being here. I will see you on Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, where we are joined by Cameron from the Green Shirt Podcast to talk about James Gunn's movie, Slither. It's going to be good. I love that movie. It's a fun one. Um, but yes, Friday, Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Time. And we'll see you guys there. Sweet. Have a good night, Jesse. So, Eternals. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, an unexpected tragedy forces the Eternals, ancient aliens who have been living on Earth for in secret for thousands of years, out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's most ancient enemy, the Deviants. This movie stars Gamma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kit Harington, Kumal Nanjiani, Leah McHugh, Brian Henry, Lauren Rudolph. All sorts of people. There's a lot of people in this movie. Um, Harry Styles actually makes a cameo in this movie. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was great. Uh, who is it? Was this directed by Deborah Chow? No, Chloe Zhao. Sorry, she did the screenplay. She directed Chloe Zhao is who directed it. Um, Deborah Chow is doing Obi Wan Kenobi. How can I, I fuck that up? Um, I really enjoyed this movie. It was long. Um, there was a lot that happened in it. It wasn't the normal Marvel movie. Um, there was a cool twist. The actors were good. There was some fun comedy. This is the first Marvel movie with a sex scene. This is the first Marvel movie with a gay couple. This was a groundbreaking movie for all sorts of ways. It introduced giant beings from, you know, outside our universe. And it, it really kind of, man, it, it opened up the mcu in a lot of different ways that maybe aren't so apparent right now but i think as time goes on if there's a sequel to this movie or you know a show or something on on these characters i think this could have a lot bigger of an impact on the mcu than most people realize um what did you guys think of the whole like let's i mean Let's just rate it really quick before we really start getting into it. Because I, I feel like if we rate it first, then we don't have to worry about doing that later. And we can just really go 
bounce off a bunch of things because a lot of stuff happened in this movie and i feel like we're going to go on some tangents and that's okay chip what would you rate this movie out of uh, 10 celestials 10 eyeballs i feel like <laughs> ten eyes. uh i feel like probably give it a good eight it was definitely not the worst movie I've ever seen, but uh, there's definitely some room, room for improvement. So, yeah. Roy, what about you? Chip says there's room for improvement at an eight. I feel like I feel like room for improvement means more of a six, but I'll give it to you eight. What do you say, Roy? Uh, you know, <laughs> and I'm I'm hard pressed between a six and a seven. Uh, I'm gonna be nice and give it the seven because yes, there were a lot of great points to it it did leave me wanting more but as far as a marvel movie like the mcu type it definitely for me did not fit that mold and uh, i thought it was good as a standalone much better than the inhumans did and i feel like this was a, a replacement for what the inhumans was supposed to be yeah and I think for that reason that you said that it's not the typical Marvel movie, I, I, that's why I would give it an eight. I would agree with Chip and do an eight on this because it was so good in its own way. It mm -hmm. wasn't that hero, you know, find the hero lost. Hero gets, you know, brought back into his old world that he didn't want to be in. Hero fights boss. Hero wins. Hero becomes hero and joins Avengers. Like it wasn't anything like that it was yeah. it was these secret protectors and like guiders of humanity living you know in the shadows and and adapting to each different sort of um wave that that the human race came came with you know like they're going through everything they were they mm. came here with the mesopotamian time like it was or Five thousand BC or something like that. So they've they've been here forever, and they are the ones that helped us or helped humanity get to where they are now, which was the downfall. Essentially, they 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 did everything they needed to do to create this, you know, big boss or whatever. But <laughs> I I really compared this movie a lot to. Um, <clears throat> have you guys ever seen? the history channel classic ancient aliens <laughs> like, not i there was there was a lot of it just kind of i just kept seeing giorgio Suculus doing his like big hair thing because oh. the because the eternals were the greek gods the hmm. eternals were you know all these special beings in humanity's existence and here they are just like chilling you know one lady's mm. a teacher she's a college professor uh, who you know who's ironically dating Jon snow which is really funny i don't know anyway um i i, I really like five generations of actors <laughs> Yeah, my great grandpa was an actor. My grandpa was an actor. My dad. <laughs> now I'm an actor. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. And I love that character, by the way. I thought he did fantastic as just, you know, the funny guy. I thought <laughs> yeah, I really, uh, really liked him. What was his entourage's name? Kuran? Kuran? 
something yeah. like that. He, yeah. I, How I many love... cameras do you have? Always have a backup. Always have a backup for the backup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was great. It's just all that, like, comparing, you know, these these beings that we're watching were, you know, all of the gods from ancient times. I find that fascinating, and I love that. Um, and I love that they, they helped humanity without necessarily helping humanity. Um, the, the biggest thing that they explained in this movie was the Thanos. Why didn't they help with, with Thanos? Mm -hmm. And it was because, you know, they can't interfere with anything that happens with humans. They have to let them make their own choices, which I found very interesting. I would like to ask you guys, Roy, what are your thoughts on the Eternals not interfering with Thanos, even though he was wiping away half of everyone and that would essentially inhibit their main plan. So um, I'm trying to think of her name, the main, the leader, the prime. Ajak. The Ajak. Ajak, that's right. So Ajak up until like a part in this movie is the only one that knew what the eternal or the celestials actually did um, until she told Icarus. Now, I think the reason she didn't tell everyone to get involved is because secretly she was happy that it happened because now she doesn't have to sacrifice the world and she was already planning on taking down Tyaboot. Um, so I, I think that's part of the reason they didn't actually get involved. Um, because the way it was, I'm pretty sure if, uh, Hephaestus is, uh, is it Festus or is it Hephaestus? I think it's just uh, Festus. Wasn't it like Apophis or something like that? Are you talking, who are you talking, which, which one? God, there's so many characters. Uh, the creator. This. Oh, uh, inventor. Jeez. Oh, um, Pothos. Pothos. So, Fostos. Yeah, it's oh, supposed yeah. to be. Uh, it's supposed to be Hephaestus. Basically, is his yeah. Greek version. But um, he, I think he would have had the biggest stake because he would have had his kid and his husband at the time. So. I think if if his family blipped, I think he totally would have gotten involved. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And I wonder, I mean, the Eternals and the Celestials weren't affected by the snap. I believe that has been confirmed. Yeah. That nobody in those like particular circles were affected by the Thanos snap. So that would make sense that he didn't get involved because nothing happened to him. He was like, Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. That's great. The roads are a lot clearer nowadays. <laughs> what about you, Chip? What are you like? Okay. With the Eternals using that as an excuse or like, like, don't you think Icarus would have gotten involved? I really feel like I think it was a really flimsy excuse considering Thanos is an eternal 
and he's obviously like and he's got what deviant jeans doesn't he Poss- i think that's what yeah possibly said. possibly yeah but i feel like um with thanos's brother showing up and saying he's an eternal i'm gonna go out on a limb and say thanos is actually an eternal as well and he maybe he was a prime so he knew the plan and he's like Thanos was right. He's just trying to save the entire universe from having their planets get blown up by thinning the herd a little True. bit so that those celestials don't get born. How how interesting would that be if like that was another reason why Thanos was doing it to save all these planets from celestials being born out. So like he knew that that I mean, was that, going on but he never that, really said that was anything. my thought when like eros shows up and says like yeah i'm thanos's brother i'm an eternal i was like bro so thanos was an eternal and he was like actually saving all these planets by blipping out half the pop okay Roy, what do you got so that that brings up a whole different question then if thanos is an eternal but eternals are not affected by the blip or the the snap why was Thanos affected by the snap? Because, because he you have, because you think about it, because Tony Stark thought about it and thought him away. Like that's he, you know, whenever he did his snap, the whole reason he did it was to take away Thanos army. It wasn't to do anything else. It was to blip them out of this existence because technically they're from the past. They had come here via time machine. And so he just blipped that, that like timeline. He blipped that timeline out. Hmm. Which would make a lot of sense he, in the Loki realm it. because yeah, he pruned that whole timeline. And okay. and and then you still have the original timeline that makes everyone disappear. That's it. I mean that's what I would think, right? Yeah. <laughs> so am I I'm probably the only one that, you know, when that uh mid credit scene rolled that wasn't like jumping and cheering because I don't know who Harry Styles is. Um, I was like, okay. I was, I was more focused on trying to pinpoint the voice of pan. Cause I was like, dude, I know, I know that, that voice. Is, pan Oswald. <laughs> is that who it was? Okay. Yeah. I recognize. I was like, I know that voice, but who, like, who is it? Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Immediately, I was like, oh, good old Pat Oswald. Just I like Pat. He's going to be like He's eight great. different characters. <laughs> I hope they bring the the Patton Oswald Modoc into the MCU. I think that'd be fantastic. Mm, I thought they were talking about having Jim Carrey play Modoc. I wouldn't oh. be there for that. I'd be all over that. What a waste! Great. Wow. And Chip's been banished from the chat for five minutes. <laughs> there's Root. like I don't know. There's better characters that you could get Jim Carrey to play. You're right. The rumors is that uh, Modoc is going to be the big villain for like the x-men series or whatever they're gonna do so Maybe i don't know mojo no it was modok that's at least mm. what i read mm. i can Dislike. find the article i can find the article and bring it up later but yeah it's not i mean I, not necessary i'm just like i i don't like that not a fan of that sure i'd be okay with it i love jim carrey though um so moving forward obviously we the the whole not taking out Thanos or helping out kind of makes sense in in that aspect of they didn't want the celestial to break the earth. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask, what was your favorite Eternal? You had 
Circe that was the healer. Icarus was the Superman of this world, which, by the way, was really no, funny. no. Ajax was the healer. Oh, sorry, Ajax could the healer. Change matter into other matter, matter. That's right, like water and stuff. Mm. Transmute. I love the scene with Icarus where the kid is like, "Are you Superman?" Because it <laughs> it kind of it kind of broke my my brain a little bit. I was like, "Oh, so that." I mean, he is what what is happening but anyway out of all those eternals Circe, icarus Thena, ajak um what kingo sprite fastos and gilgamesh and druid druid that's i read mm-hmm. it wrong what was your favorite who was your favorite eternal uh, my favorite was the one you didn't mention, Makari. Makari, my bad. I couldn't remember if that. <laughs> There's so many, so many characters. Yeah. yeah, I liked Makari. She was cool. And remind she me, was like, what was her power again? Speedster. She was the speedster. She was super speedster. fast. That's and why then, I didn't um, remember because she was hardly in it. And she's the uh, deaf character. She was signing a lot of all right. The right, right, right. Was that the first? main character that was deaf in the mcu too is that another first i think so Mm -hmm. definitely the first one that like signed all of her lines well i mean there's that's cool there's a lot of firsts in this movie clint barton's not completely deaf i mean he is partially deaf i believe but she's the first completely deaf character for sure so yeah that's that's what i meant so who is your favorite Eternal, Roy? Uh, it, honestly, it's a t- it's so much of a toss up. The two the two that I loved out of the Eternals more than anyone else was Druig and Gilgamesh. Um, Druig because he saw the problem with humans and the conflicts they were causing. You know, he wanted to step in, but couldn't. And he still gave them free will at his little commune that he had Mm. until it came time to work against a normal threat. And then immediately he took over so that they could be one uh, cohesive unit. Right. So they could Um, be a board. But then Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is that stereotypical, you know, stalwart friend who is not going to let you suffer alone and over time becomes an artist in some way, shape or form. The guy was an amazing chef and made, you know, beer from his own spit. And, you know, it was like. I'm drinking your spit right now. Yeah, he made me. like him so much just because of how much he cared for Thena. You know, it's like, I don't love you, but I'm not going to let you suffer alone. You know, I'm going to be here for you. My shoulder is open and that speaks volumes um, because it's great to have people like that in your life. So it just, uh, this last month it hit, I think seeing that hit me, more than anything because of the social network I have and um, realizing true friends can, you know, move, move 
mountains move stars, you know, change a world for you. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I can totally attest to that as well. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I really like that that dynamic of those two characters. Um, the I'm here to take care of you. We're in this for the long haul. Like we're, you know, I know who you really are and you're a good person and I'm going to do what I can to help you out. And I, I would agree that it kind of, it kind of hit home a little bit with, you know, that whole, uh, just that whole dynamic. It was great. It was wonderful. Um, my favorite character, obviously, because I'm a funny man, it was Kingo because that guy was <laughs> hilarious. And was I, really I liked funny. his, I liked his power too. <laughs> Shoots out of his fingers. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Um, also, he took full advantage of his um, eternal life mm-hmm. by becoming a seven-time Academy Award-winning actor. <laughs> Super prolific <laughs> legacy. My great-great-grandpa was an actor. My great-great-grandpa was an actor. My great-grandpa, my grandpa, and my father. And now I am an actor. <laughs> Something tells me my son's gonna be an actor too. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I think when he got to himself, he also okay. he said, and now I'm an actor and producer and director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was good. He was yeah, I, I really liked him. Um and he was just there to, you know, he was like, Can we just be cool? Just be cool, guys. Yeah. Let's just be cool. Come on. Like that's me for sure. Come on, guys, let's just let's just be cool. Come on. No, it, it's cool. He's been my assistant for 50 years. So. <laughs> yeah. He knows everything. It's fine. He knows everything. Yeah, and that was also surprising about that movie. I feel like everybody knew that they were Eternals. Like, like so many people knew who they were. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was well, just a few, but like Damon maybe it's just because there were so many characters that were Eternals that I was like, uh. Yeah. Like Dane didn't know that Cersei was a eternal person. I mean, he knew what Sprite told him, right? But Sprite sure. is a notorious for uh, spinning tales and stories and all that kind of stuff. She's an illusionist. Yes. So for all he knew, uh, you know, he, she was just yanking his leg because he started noticing weird things. And like she's just, oh yeah yeah she's uh, some huge celestial being she's got all these amazing powers and he's like I just saw her turn water into coffee that that that's not huge <laughs> um I figured she was Doctor Strange powered you know and he even but her says ex that can fly yeah yeah <laughs> oh poor Jon Snow that poor guy he's always he's always yeah. like being looked over that that other dude <laughs> and, and it's funny because it's his brother you know it's yeah what was what was his uh what was his name in game of thrones his brother's name i can't remember um so there was john john and then uh sorry was a b was it a b Bran? Um, no, no Bran was the youngest <sighs> benjen no benjen was the uncle are we it's talking the, the the Stark the, brothers? Yeah, the older brother. Bran, Rickon, Sansa. Um, How are we I drawing a blank? Come on, Chip. You've read these books. You should I've know. I've read them too, and I'm drawing a blank. The King of the North. Dies, the one that dies in the Red Wedding. Yeah. 
His wife gets stabbed right in the baby. What's his um, name? <laughs> get stabbed. Oh my god. Oh, god. oh that god. was such a horrible scene. It's so much worse in the book, dude. Like how do you um you have all these vivid images Rob that there it is. Rob, yes, thank you. Wow. We have computers all around us and we just figured it out. Rob, yes, poor John. Always getting robbed in anything that he's in. I don't know, although, man. Those books are is. pretty awesome. I feel like Rob Stark made John King before he got got. We'll find yeah. out, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> See, I didn't read any of the books, so I would not know. Oh, thing. you really should. But um, Anyway, Jon Snow, also known as uh, Dane Whitman, also known as Black Knight, um, also known as New Friend of Blade, because that was cool. I actually didn't stay for the second end credits scene. I didn't either. Um, I had to pee so bad. I was like, no, I got to go. I got to go pee. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just didn't. I was like, whatever. Um, and I watched it when I got home. But that was cool. Hearing hearing Blade's voice in there. Um, I can never pronounce that guy's name. Last name is Ali, though. And he's the one playing Blade. And uh, he had talked to Dane Whitman Um as he was like touching a sword, I believe he was picking up the legendary sword of the black knight. Ebony blade. Thank you. So that's cool. Um, Black knight may come into the moon knight series. Is that right? Or, or maybe it'll be the blade series. It'll be the blade. And uh, it'll be the Ryan Reynolds of that movie. The ebony blade is basically just as powerful as Mjolnir. So we, we could, we could effectively have our new Thor for the next phase of Avengers. Nah. I mean, maybe, I mean, K- maybe K- not. Harrington doesn't, K. Harrington doesn't have a lot going on right now, but I, I don't, I don't think he's going to sign up for that. He's also not as pretty. He doesn't no. have as good a hair. Definitely. Or muscles. Uh, hair, plain, I, I would give him pale. good hair. Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, he got he was pretty ripped in Pompeii. Mm. They're just they're just not gonna use those characters anymore. I think they're just they're just gonna wave all the actors are gonna retire and they're just gonna like move on with all these side characters. I feel like they keep experimenting with like they'll have cameos. How obscure of a side character can we use? Oh, okay. People It'd be actually puck. like this show. All right, cool. Keep going with it then. Give sure. me Alpha oh. Flight. <laughs> Just saying. That could happen. I, I, that could I, happen. I, will, I will definitely go see an Alpha Flight movie. Oh, that's hilarious. I think I have Alpha Flight number one. Pretty sure. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the, what were they called? The de- the demigods, de- dem- demigorgons, deviants, demigorgons, stranger things. Um, the deviants. What did you guys think of the deviants? Stereotypical monsters that evolve and become a bigger threat, but aren't the true villain of the movie. Yeah, right. Total MCU See? deception there. I was really thinking Mid-boss. they were going to be Stibians. Really? Yeah. 
Yep. For a minute there, I thought they were going to be symbiotes and they were going to bring in symbiotes. Hmm. But it would have been a good. They Not they were created by the Celestials, though, right? Just like the Eternals yeah. were, weren't they? Those guys also. They, yeah, that's they what were, Crow told them. They were the okay. first adder, uh, iteration of Eternal, and then they okay. kept evolving and becoming an apex predator. And they're like, "Nope, we can't have that because you're sure. killing off our sperm." Uh, technically, that's what the intelligent races are. They're they're sperm to fertilize the egg. Yep. Just walking, talking. Uh, this episode now has an NC seventeen rating, guys. I I don't think that's Ah, Roy. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you think about it, that's what he's out of line, to. but he's not wrong. It's kinda of, it's kinda of where I'm at. Like I mean I guess that makes sense a, a little, but it's I feel like it's more of a collective conscience. It's not sperm. What? <laughs> it's like, it's like the more, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, God, life, life, Jesus, man, the Lord, more sentient life that's collected around the world. The more you get, like, <laughs> hey, Welcome, Susie. Susie. <laughs> Roy is trying to make this an NC-17 rated podcast. I, I am trying to explain it in a more real way, I guess. Mild-mannered. Yeah, mild. Like, it's like the, the more people that are here that have intelligent life, the more um, the egg grows. Which, okay, I see where you're coming from with that. but But it's more like the human race is the light to the egg that's already been fertilized because so the technically, more technically the egg that's going into the earth like the the earth is the egg and the the celestial is the, the sperm going the into the earth and then and then the the humans are the light to incubate the egg which then bursts into this giant celestial being that makes so much more sense in my head. <laughs> and this is why we need sex ed in public education. Earth, egg, celestial egg, sperm, humans, light. <laughs> Jesus, I don't. <laughs> the children. Right, right. I think that makes sense. I feel like that makes sense. Right. And the, I, the more humans that are on Earth, this. the more humans that are on Earth, uh, the more light they have to uh, incubate said egg anyway um we were talking about the deviants and how they are i can't you know i can't remember like the the one that started sucking everybody's powers was that an accident or was that an evolution of an evolution. the deviant okay and icarus uh, just let that shit happen right he's icarus, like icarus totally fed her to the deviants but did not expect that outcome Right. Yeah, I don't think he, yeah. He certainly mm. wasn't expecting them to start flying around. Right, right. Which, uh, spoiler alert, Icarus is the twist of this movie. He is the bad guy. Yeah, which I was very surprised about. I, like, I think I audibly gasped when it happened. I was like, 
not Rob Stark. No way. He's a hero. And <laughs> then he was not. What did you guys think of the twist? It was a Shit, cool flashback scene. I liked uh, it. Not the one I expected. Not the one of the Eternals I expected to turn on the Good party. Good to see you, Susie. Thanks for stopping in. Um, I honestly expected the, the the Eternals to be the major flaw would be Druig and uh, Festos. I thought those two were going to be in cahoots to bring, you know, to end the yeah cahoots to end the celestials plans okay you know and not in the way that they ended the celestials plans but you know to break the cycle sure sure makes sense makes sense chip what did you think about that twist i thought it was uh that was good it was unexpected let's say were you caught off guard because i was caught off guard Sometimes yeah, you can pull, you can like see those twists coming, but I did not see that one at all. No, I didn't. I didn't see it coming until like until the flashback scene, basically. Right. Like I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think. Like I'm trying to think if I, I feel like I had like weird vibes from Icarus, like shortly before the flashback. But I feel like that was like when they started tipping their hand. It wasn't like me catching on early. I feel like they had the actor giving like those facial cues and hesitations mm. at that point. And that's when I started being like, hmm, he doesn't seem as enthused about like actually stopping the show. Stopping. And then they did the flashback yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. that makes sense. Roy, you look like you just had some sort of epiphany. What I, I um, did, oh. I I was just thinking, you know, Game of Thrones. Rob Stark had the red wedding. Eternals. Rob Stark caused the red birthing. Roy's I dead ass did not recognize him. Was that really <laughs> Rob Stark? Like I did not realize. Yeah, that it was is him. Rob Stark. Yeah, yeah, did not realize that was him. He Richard was a lot better in Richard this movie. Madden. Yeah, well, I he mean, looks way better in this flick. This is the hair. He looks way better with like the straight hair slicked back versus like the curly mop on his head. Sure, I did Doesn't not recognize he have him. The curly mop during the movie? Mm-mm. No. Hmm. John Snow has the curly hair. But... Yeah. yeah, yeah, both of them. Like slicked back. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Chloe Zhao do a lot of uh, Game of Thrones stuff? Maybe not. I could be wrong. Oh, um, not sure. So one thing, my big takeaway from this entire movie, it was a good movie. Um, my biggest takeaway was I thought this was a testing ground for Galactus because of a the scene uh, when uh, the big celestial, the prime celestial, I can't think of his name, abducted Cersei. I think it's Apophis. It's Erishim. Erishim. That's it. Okay. Um, Good looking out. That scene where the heavens split and everything, mm-hmm. and he abducts Cersei. That when he like shows up, uh, like yeah. outside of Earth, and you can like see him in the clouds and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was one of the coolest scenes ever. I was like that, and you're right. That was totally a testing ground because that could be a Galactus scene right there. 
Yeah. Where Galactus shows up and he's like, oh, hello. I'm here to eat your planet. Yeah. And then you think, well, we're fucked because yeah. our heroes can't contend with that. Right. If the right. Sli- if the Eternals can't do it, we've got no chance. We had trouble with Thanos. Yeah, yeah but and- we didn't even use our best weapon against Thanos. I feel like if a Celestial shows up, Ant-Man's going up into space. Yeah, but Ant-Man can't fight. No, he goes up. Powers? He goes up. Oh. Oh. He goes up and then he gets bigger. (laughs) He's got to get quite a bit bigger. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. But he's starting a normal size, so it's cool. He doesn't have to shrink down. Oof. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I think, like I was saying before, um this is a has a lot more implications to the mcu in a as a whole mm-hmm. i i look at this movie a lot like guardians of the galaxy because guardians of the galaxy came out and it was a really fun movie that you know introduced some cool characters but it really really had a huge impact on the mcu it mm-hmm. brought in the galaxy aspect of our characters it brought in thanos a little bit clearer it brought in a little bit more about infinity stones that sort of stuff i mean between shang chi and eternals you got the 10 rings that have an ancient beacon that's older than anyone can even explain and yep. then with the eternals you have these ancient beings that were around during the big bang that are huge that could resemble galactus type characters and introducing them and like you like you were saying it's a testing ground how are people going to react to this movie i for one love that scene where erishim shows up and he's like in the clouds you know outside mm. of earth it was like it was like he was you know when you're in a pool and you're like floating there and you have a, a big ball in your hands <laughs> it was like he was in space just floating there right around the earth you know what i mean just kind of looking oh. at it and i i thought that was awesome so what what did you guys think are you like are you cool with that roy are you okay with them starting this process this early yes uh i am absolutely okay with it i they have so much to build upon and the fact well like there's no way that countless countries across the world didn't see the big man in the sky um so whether we're actually ready for it or not it's happening uh i i think this opens up the the possibility of like battle world and all that kind of stuff with like the beyonder also so i would love to see battle world chip what about you are you are you cool with them introducing these kind of like giant characters right now like what did you think of that scene at the end like the, that was my problem like the scene was cool i was like a little bit confused by the ending like 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 i don't know he's like yeah I'm a, yeah i'll spare him but i'm gonna test you <laughs> and then like so he blips them out like okay weird but um like i don't know in general no i'm not really like cool with this direction i don't like it per se 
it's just too much. It's too big. Like the threat is. It's like not a threat you can contend with. Like it, like, I don't know. Not yet. Even, um, even when they introduce like the galactic portion with like guardians, like sure. You're dealing with like big, bad, scary individuals like the, um, Proxima Midnight and Thor and uh, the Accuser, but like those are still just like yeah, but those are still just like powered individuals. Like I don't know, this thing's like a whole like solar system crusher. Like it doesn't even have to come close enough to your. Like if they wanted you gone, they don't even have to get close enough to your planet for you to really be aware of them. They just Mm -hmm. show up in your solar system clap another planet the shockwave's gonna take you out i like there's not I don't know, the threat's greater than the uh like fight that anybody can offer up any um any resolution is gonna be like a deus ex machina where like aha all that plot armor saved the day so i'm like not as into it not as into it like galactus is one thing when you have like the ultimate nullifier but now we're talking about like, oh, you pissed off this whole race of like planet-sized threats, but they're not gonna just show up and snuff out your sun. Like, yeah, I don't know. It too much. Yeah, too Gal- Galactus is just gonna kill all of them. <clears throat> He's just gonna yeah, kill yeah. all the celestials and be like, yeah, okay, I own this now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you got to remember, if we get Galactus, that means we're getting his heralds, and his herald, uh, Silver Surfer, fought against him. And has fought against him on multiple occasions. So we know that we're getting that. Um, with what if the the final fight between Doctor Strange, Ultron, and the multiverse of multiversal Avengers, the way Doctor Strange put up the shields and stuff around the Avengers in that, I felt like like looking back at it now. I can see maybe the Eternals or uh, the Silver Surfer or something giving that kind of power to fight Galactus and it being some kind of big cosmic fight. Then maybe we get cosmic Spider-Man, you know, you never know. It's how they do it. I'm excited to see, but I, I can completely see where you're coming from, Chip. I, I could even agree with, some of the things you said, but I, I'm still excited for it. No. And I think you're, I think you're onto something with uh battle world slash secret wars. Um, like, I think that that's what he was alluding to. Like, I think the Eternals getting blipped out at the end of the movie by Arishim is him taking them to Somewhere. like, yeah. Yeah. I imagine that wasn't he taking them to be judged or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm. what he said. And so I imagine the sequel is going to be like, kind of like that. But the weird thing, I, that's why I got confused because he said he was going to judge their experience, which made me think that he was going to leave them on earth and then judge them when they were done. Mm. But he like blips them out. So I'm like, and he didn't blip all of them. Just the ones that he sucked up. Right. Yeah. Cersei, uh, who else was still on the planet? Uh, Festos would have been Icarus. one of them. 
and then Icarus um, went to the sun. Yeah, Icarus. Oh, flew that's right. He flew. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. Kingo would have been one of the ones left on the plane. Mm -hmm. uh, Sprite's mm -hmm. no longer an Eternal, so she wouldn't count. Nope. Makari, um, Druig, and Thena all flew off. Mm -hmm. Gilgamesh is dead. Ajax is dead. Um, are we missing Maybe anyone? It is just Cersei. Jeez. Cersei, Kingo. And Festos. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Huh. Especially it'll, be interesting to see, it'll be interesting to see if they do a sequel to this movie. Yeah. Or like a sequel series or just something to continue the Eternal story. I haven't heard anything concrete yet about mm -hmm. them giving it a green light or anything. So now, and they may it, just have the characters show up again <clears throat> in other other flicks. Yeah. Now, did all the deviants die in the movie? Did they kill every deviant? I think so. Cause the the deviants that showed up in there, like they had killed them all before, like thousands of years ago, and they mm. showed up now because they were frozen in ice and global warming had yeah. melted the ice down and they became free and stuff. Well, I know they killed one by turning it into a tree. Um that was and cool. then one was cut in half by Icarus's like blade uh light eye lasers but mm -hmm. whether it really died or not especially since they're continually evolving to be better um you know part of me was thinking well that would be a good way to if they're evolving and they could evolve to integrate with humans there's a good way to in introduce mutants as well but yeah i really might, thought that, that would be stretching it i thought that mutants were going to come into this movie i thought this was going to be the like launch pad of mutants somehow but I, I did read somewhere that the amount of energy that the celestial that was hatching gave off could awaken a mutant gene in humans mm. well yeah that's just basic science <laughs> thank you dr nelson um <laughs> i just loved how matter of factly you said it like all these scientists are like I mean, you know, all the energy that that celestial gave off. No, that, I was saying, I was watching, the, like, I was watching, like, some theory video about the celestial giving. <laughs> it was just the funny, matter-of-fact way that you were saying it. Like, well, yeah, this is known. We learned about that in elementary school. It's <laughs> all it takes: microwave and some latent genes. Bingo, bango, you got a mutant. Well, either way, I think, I think that's. It'd be cool, but I also think that's kind of a stretch. I think mutants getting introduced is going to be a little bit more cut and dry. You know what I mean? Like they're just gonna they're gonna just be here, or it's gonna be after the multiverse because why not? Right? I feel like that would probably create some some mutants. But anyway, I digress. Um, I don't have a lot of other things about this movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I think everyone should see it um, because it did. It was different than a normal Marvel movie. It wasn't, you know, one hero versus one bad guy. It was like a collective mind deciding to save the world from their original plan that they were sent to achieve or accomplish. Mm. So it was it was 
I really liked the, the way that it went, and I, I liked some of the, like I said, the giant implications that it has on possible future movies. Um, but did you guys have anything else that you wanted to talk about with this movie? We talked about the end credit scenes. I, uh, I want to see that. I want to see that Druig Makari spinoff. Those two were mm-hmm. uh, really awesome. Oh yeah, they, that would be cool. They're like cute way. little flirting. Like they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that actor too. Uh, he's from Fantastic Beasts. Mm. Yeah. Really um, cool. No, I like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Not your standard Marvel. So yes, there were. I felt there was a lot of slower portions to this movie than normal. Um, a lot more dialogue, a lot more story. I watched it. I took my 12 year old son with me to watch it. And, you know, normally he's all for Marvel movies. He's happy to see them. And walking out, he, I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was pretty much, well, that was different. (laughs) <laughs> it was you know and looking at my son i'm just thinking well yeah it's yeah. it's a different take on a, a marvel movie and he's like well the fights were good and everything but i didn't understand a lot a lot of what was going on and for a first time viewer the reason i gave it a seven is because yes a first time viewer they did good exposition and explaining stuff but people aren't going to understand how this outwardly affects the Marvel universe. So one, well, and you bring up a good point with your kid, like the 12, 13 year old kid isn't going to know what all of these past things are. Like I was mm. stoked to see those, the Greek stuff, the, the, I think the Roman empire thing. Like there was all sorts of cool history things involved in this movie that, most kids that are looking to see Iron Man or Captain America mm-hmm. don't care about. They don't. They don't want a history lesson. They just want to see people get wrecked. And there wasn't even a lot of that in this movie. It was more yeah. fighting the deviants. They they uh, didn't. You didn't really fight any other person except for Icarus, I guess. Yeah. But like, they didn't fight the Celestials. They just had to protect what's her name from for for to freeze him or whatever like it was very different and and it would make sense that a lot of kids wouldn't understand it or even really enjoy it just because of the i don't know i guess i guess the magnitude of this movie because there was a lot going on there was a lot going on and it's great because like my kid totally had a steve rogers moment during the movie when Icarus is talking about how he could lead the Avengers and all that. And my, my kid's like, I understood that reference. <laughs> you know, it's. Ooh, the Avengers. <laughs> I know that. Who uh, did they like? Who, I missed the line like right before that. He said somebody was an Avenger for a while. Like, was it one of uh, them? Uh, it was um, my dude. Um, oh, my goodness. Ka- Karen? No, no. Um, King- Kingo. Kingo he was said, an Avenger. He said for a no. While. He said Thor followed him around. Oh, he was like oh. Thor used to follow me around all the time, and we hung out, and then he became an Avenger, and we just kind of quit hanging out. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I do have one thing, but it has nothing to do with this movie. So once we're done talking about it, I'll bring it up. But unless now is the time. I mean, Chip, did you, I, do you have anything else? We rated the movie. No, nah, that was it for me. Okay. Okay. Go well, for it, Roy. I think I think we're about done here. <laughs> I have an exclusive scoop on the Spider-Man trailer. Oh. Um, this is first time seeing it, but I have a picture unedited of who punched Lizard. Oh, God, here it comes. I hate you. <laughs> so uh, oh, this, geez. Uh, John Cena is portraying uh, old man Peter Parker. Yes, he punched the lizard. That's why he didn't appear on camera. Because <laughs> you can't see me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a good joke. I, I was laughing internally <laughs> when I pulled this up. Oh, my God. I just... Listen, I just want to thank everyone for joining us tonight on this live episode of Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. We had a lot of fun. Um, all the viewers, thank you for joining us in the chat. Jesse, Susie, um, and anybody else that was watching tonight. Roy um, has ruined the whole episode for me. So <laughs> this will always stay burned in my brain. And I um, I don't know how I feel about it quite yet. So um, we're doing this a little different because we started this show with a trailer. So we're not going to end this show with a trailer. We're just gonna we're just gonna do our our normal sign off. But first, Roy, Roy, oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> what you got going on this week? You got any streams happening? Any other shows uh, coming out? Anything like that? Yeah. So I started. Uh, streaming more again. I took a brief hiatus from streaming. Um, I also yeah. have a new episode coming of the Intrepid DM Journeys next Wednesday um, with um, I'm trying to think of my... Her last name is really hard to say because she is Swedish, but she is a Swedish author of tabletop role-playing games. Her name is Rebecca. Um, I don't want to butcher her last name. Don't do I it. Haven't, I haven't said it in like a week, so I'm not going <laughs> to. But Rebecca uh, it joined me. It was a great time. If you haven't checked it out, my last episode was The Devil in the Details, where I had Asmodeus Allen from Let's uh, Let's Play with the Devil on. Uh, he was great to talk to. We talked all things tabletop role-playing games as normal, and we had a blast doing it. So go check out the Intrepid DM Journeys uh, podcast. You can find it on all media platforms now. I, we got it on iTunes. It's on iTunes now, finally. Yes, I'm so, pretty sure I got that fixed. <laughs> uh, just happy to be a part of the Twist My Arm Network with that. Yeah. Chip, any uh, any final words? Any other things you got in the works or anything like that? Any? Uh, any uh... No, nothing. Uh, nothing specific. Been. Uh... I'm trying to work on some dios and get some uh, toy photog done, but nothing, uh, nothing finished yet. Sure, that'll be cool though. I can't wait to see those. Uh, what do you? Uh, it'll be on Instagram, right? Under yep. uh, under Chip, Chip Hop Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. There's a. I think I'm gonna post a pic tonight or tomorrow. There's a challenge going around called the uh, five figure handshake, where you uh, get five different figures in one hand. 
take a picture of it. <laughs> but like That's the trick cute. is to have them like in your hand. So it's like up, like posed almost like they're leaping out of a cover or something. I saw somebody Ooh. do one with the Ginyu force and he mm. had all the Ginyu force, like full on doing their goofy ass poses in his hand. <laughs> I was like, that's, I, I mean, you have enough figures. I feel like you have enough figures to do that. So you should totally do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I do. I've, I've got a couple. That's a couple, just a couple, one or two. Well, sweet. Um, I don't have a lot myself going on. I am still going through a massive amount of crazy life changes, but it has been fun and real, and I'm excited to at least be a part of MCM and SBI for the next few shows. Um, TMA doesn't have anything planned quite yet. Um, I'm, I'm kind of working on things. I'm, I'm kind of not, to be honest with you. Um, but that's just a product of a lot of you know, life, life happens. So, um, we will, I, I will be on sudden, but inevitable this Friday at eight 30 to watch slither with Jesse, Ricky and, uh, Cameron from the green shirt podcast. And then I don't know if we're doing a show next week because of Thanksgiving. Um, but obviously we will be promoting anything that we do. I do want to thank everyone for their continued support and love through the last couple months. I haven't been very present in things and um, I, I apologize about that. Like, like I said, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't be there mentally. So I had to, I had to take a break from things and I'm excited to be getting back into it. And I want to thank everyone for continuing to listen um, and supporting all these guys here at this network, because these guys, Roy, Chip, Jesse, Ricky from best flicks with Ricky D. These guys are all incredible people and they are amazing friends and i am extremely lucky to consider them part of my family and so i am extremely excited that everyone is continuing to support all of these guys um we work really hard on on all of these shows so thank you thank you thank you so much visit us at twistmodernpodcast.com for all the updates on all of our shows um, and you can follow marvel canon madness at mcm underscore pod on twitter and marvel canon madness on facebook and instagram so that is gonna be all for tonight we're gonna be coming back at you here soon i'm i'm assuming hawkeye will at least start some sort of some sort of series <laughs> we'll be talking about that but let's yeah. close this thing out my name is josh i'm roy and i'm chip We'll see we are, you later, you marvelous monsters. Yes, we are the Marvel Cannon Madness Podcast. We will talk at you very soon. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Marvel Cannon Madness. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marvel Cannon Madness. Send us your questions and theories on Twitter at MCM underscore pod and on Instagram at Marvel Cannon Madness. Watch and chat live at twitch.tv slash TMA games or youtube.com slash twist my arm podcast. Marvel Cannon Madness is a twist my arm podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them.